Welcome to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. It's the classic Jesus music radio show. It's a look back at where it all began. This is Full Circle, looking back at the beginnings of today's contemporary Christian music. Now, here's your host, Jerry Bryant. Hi, everybody. This is Jerry Bryant. Welcome to Full Circle, the classic Jesus music radio show, where I'll take you back to where it all began. Now, on this episode, I have the founder of a country rock band from way back in the 70s, a band called Mason Prophet. Do you recall them from Better Find Jesus fame? Stay tuned, and I'll talk about that time and play the songs from my friend, Terry Talbot, on Full Circle. You said something should be done The way your slaves were shot Was that you with 
Mason Prophet, and I'm here with Terry Talbot, founder of Mason Prophet, who I met for the first time in Southern Illinois about 1973, after the group played in a local venue. And I just started the Jesus Solid Rock radio show in 1972, yeah, 50 years ago. My goodness. And I got hold of the album, played some of your songs on the show. You know, you guys recorded five albums on the Warner Brothers label, I think. And opened up for John Denver, the Doobie Brothers, Steely Dan, Dan Fogelberger, if I remember. Actually, all those guys opened for us. And I remember one night when uh, John Denver was met up with us on the road and he was opening for us again. And I said, John, you've got a big hit with this country roads thing, man. Don't you want to close the evening out and be the headliner? And he said, no. He said, you guys come out here and do this, you know, kicking it, country rock, bluegrass, boogie show. And the whole audience is standing up, sweating, dancing, hollering. <laughs> and you think I'm going to go up there and then do country roads, take me home. No, nope, I'm going to open for you guys. <laughs> now, that's a great story. Not many people know you worked with Janis Joplin and Sly Stone, uh, the Grateful Dead, and then... Weren't you the opening act for the Eagles as they started to make their rise? I did. Yeah, I sure did. Yeah. And and Sonny and Cher. Yeah. I played Sonny and Cher, Glenn Campbell. Uh, yeah, those were fun times. I was just still a teenager when I was doing that. Well, what got you interested in playing music to begin with back then, Terry? You know, the, 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 the earliest memory I, I can get a hold of Jerry I was uh, I'd stand in my bedroom and, and 1957 56 uh, rock and roll or rockabilly had just hit with Elvis and and uh, I loved little Richard I loved uh, Jerry Lee Lewis man I loved the, the Everly brothers and I was a kid I was nine ten years old and I would hold a broom like a guitar and lip sync in front of a mirror and then I would start to sing, and my mom and my grandpa at the time, granddad was a church builder in Oklahoma, and now he used to hang out with his good friend, Will Rogers. And uh, he was building churches in all these oil towns in Oklahoma, but he was a great singer. And uh, he would talk to, to me, and then later my brother and my mom was the same way while I was back there lip syncing. And she said, you know, Terry, you sound pretty good. 
And I said, well, mom, I want to play guitar. And by then I'd gone from nine to 12 years old. And uh, so she got me a silver tone guitar from Sears Roebuck. And she said, but I don't want just another Elvis thing around here. I want you to learn to play guitar. And I said, okay. And I went off into my bedroom and spent a couple of days back there doing the best I could. And this, I guess, is the record producer that God put in me <laughs> before I even knew what that was. <laughs> I figured out how to play Malaguena on the guitar. Very simple, not, not very intricate, but very simple. And mom was taking a nap and I went back to her bedroom and I said, hey mom, wake up, I got something to play and I played her Malaguena. And she said, okay, we'll buy you a guitar. We were just getting ready to move from Oklahoma City to Little Rock. Mm -hmm. We went to Little Rock, Arkansas. My dad, who had been second violin in the Oklahoma City Symphony Orchestra, took me downtown, picked out a real nice Martin nylon string guitar and spent, this is 1962, spent 250 bucks and bought me that guitar. And I said, dad, that's a lot of money. And he said, yeah, but it's a good guitar. And if you don't have a good instrument, he knew, the violinist, you can't play. I'm going to get you a good guitar. And then if you don't stick with it, I can always sell it, make a little money. I had that guitar, which still hangs over my office desk. Uh, I just had it appraised at over $7,000. Oh, my. <laughs> hallelujah. What a story. Yeah, hallelujah. <laughs> deserts to the highest pass I feel a change is coming up fast The sons of Jesus say the die is cast A storm is surely coming our way Rain has fallen from an open hand It touches everything in its path Oh, it's blowing and it's bound to stand over the wicked Say, Yahweh, take me away. It's a mighty wind, growing stronger and coming again. Yes, it's a mighty wind, sowing seeds of survival, washing us clean with a true. Red moon is rolling and its shadow flies With darkness the demons surround it But there's a gentle breeze to whisper your name Call you to the heart of a hurricane There lies the calm where you can be saved Resting with the ones who have found it The saviors whirling Washing us clean with a true revival 
Mighty Wind. Terry Talbot, my special guest on Full Circle. And by the way, if you'd like to reach us, you can go to my website at www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's Full Circle Jesus Music. Don't leave out the Jesus. Full Circle Jesusmusic.com. Check out some of the shows in the archives, the affiliates that we're heard on, and places on the web. And you can look at some photos. And if you'd like to support this radio ministry, there's a donate button up at the top on the right. All gifts are tax exempt. And I thank you so much. Now, I want to continue my conversation now with Terry. So, let's go back a bit. Terry, you were raised in a Christian home. Your grandfather you spoke about was a circuit preacher. And at the time, you thought you were a believer. So, what changed and uh, what influence did Barry McGuire have on your life? Barry was in the New Christie Minstrels. And we had a folk group called the Quincords. And my brother likes to laugh about that. He says, well, there were five of us in the group and we only knew five chords. So we were the Quinn chords, which was not true. That's a little tongue in cheek humor. But uh, we loved the new Christian minstrels. And so I was always enamored with what Barry could do with his voice and the way he would emcee that group. That was the influence he had before I was a Christian. And you're right, we were raised in the church. And I thought, I believe that Jesus was born of a virgin, died on the cross and rose from the dead on the third day. I received that. Thank you, Lord. So I was a believer, but I wasn't a born again believer. And the Bible says, you believe there is one God, you do well. The demons also believe and tremble. And I thought, oh man, I'm a trembling believer because I'm still scared of hellfire. And my brother in 1971 decided to surrender his life to Jesus. And that kid radically changed. His manner of speech changed. Everything about him changed. And we were on the bus one day, still in Mason Prophet. It was only 1971. And I said, John, what happened to you? You're different. You don't speak and curse the way you used to. And you're eloquent and peaceful and, and gentle, which he had not been. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, I, I, I'm a born again Christian now. And it took me two years pondering that and studying that and talking about that. And then I made the same choice in August of 1973. I wanted to be born again. And I wanted the Holy Spirit to live in here in my heart. And uh, it's been a really, as I'm sure you and a lot of people listening know, it's been a very interesting and powerful ride since then. <laughs> it's been wonderful, man, wonderful. Yeah, it's not always been how can I, it's not always been happy, but it has always been joyful because the joy of the Lord is right there to be our strength every single time. And through divorces, through music changes, through record company changes, through everything, I'm 74 years old, I've never been happier, never been more joyful, never been more fulfilled and in touch with Jesus, man. And so what I would say to the listener is, you might be 50, you might be 15, you might be 90. But once you make that choice, and all you gotta say is, okay, Lord, I don't really get it, but I know I need it. I know that I can't work my way to heaven. I can't do a series of good works that are gonna make him 
disregard my sin and receive me into the kingdom. Um, I can't do it because as soon as I do, I'm prideful. Well, there's another sin popping up. It just never stops. Never. He just keeps loving us and laughing with us. Every time he shows me stuff about me now, he's got this little grin on his face like, Hey, hey, man, look at this. Look at this, man. I died for that too, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why we call it amazing grace. <laughs> uh, well, listen, what what's your earliest memory of the musical genre called CCM that we used to call simply Jesus music? It's very easy to remember. My brother and I, uh, he had not yet become born again, I don't think. Uh, we were visiting my mom and dad in Indianapolis, Indiana. And on the couch lay a Life magazine with Chuck Smith baptizing kids in, in the Pacific Ocean down there in Costa Mesa at Pirate's Cove. And I looked at that and I went, wow, that's pretty cool. Because I loved, I, I considered myself a believer. I was a Christian by way of theology and belief. And I thought, man, that's cool. And uh, that was my introduction. And it was later, after I came to the Lord in the San Fernando Valley, Valley Presbyterian Church. Yeah, I got saved at a Presbyterian church. <laughs> it happened. God is not a respecter of that stuff, man. He'll go wherever the door is open. And uh, that, then I started going down to Costa Mesa and playing at Calvary. Those were powerful, wonderful, wonderful times.
And your sons and your daughters shall speak of all to come. And your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And even on my people, I will pour forth my spirit, and they shall prophesy. You see a wonder. It's gotta happen that way There will be signs on the earth below You see, can shelter, you'll be so afraid You see it all coming true You're asking, what can we do? You can call upon the Lord and be saved Call upon the Lord and be saved And your young men see Your old men dream the dreams What do they sing? See the river rise And look to the skies And see the captain walk on the sea Saying it is home to be free Jesus showed us miracles and wonders And signs that God performed through him he healed the sick and the lame and gave sight to the blind. Hey, he raised the dead. And he also said, greater work shall we do. Yeah, gifts of his spirit poured out on us, all in proportion to our faith. Hey, do you have that kind of faith? To know you've been gifted with a talent, a word, a task? He's promised all of us our own special gift, given to us by his spirit. All you got to do is ask. Your young men see the vision Your old men dream the dreams What do they say?
Hey, it's Terry Talbot, and you're listening to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant, classic Jesus music, looking back to where it all began. See the vision. Terry Talbot, first recorded and no longer alone in 1976. Keith Green was on piano. It was a pretty full production. Background vocals from Matthew Ward, Nellie Ward, and David Diggs on drums, lead guitar, pedal steel guitar, Al Perkins. But I featured the version from the musical Firewind. Pretty much the same crew, but with Barry McGuire doing narration. Now, you might not know this, Terry. I featured the whole Firewind project on episode 117. Now, a lot of the message out of Calvary Chapel about that time was about Jesus coming back. You wrote the musical, and you sang with Barry on that song. You know, it was uh, it was kind of what we were all talking about. You know, there'll be wonders in the sky above as we all approach that day. The moon will run red, the sea will choke. We know it's got to happen that way. And I was, I was, I had never heard of that. I didn't know growing up in the church as I did, I didn't even know that Jesus was going to come back and that all this stuff, much of which we are seeing glimpses of now, would be happening. And I wrote that song. And that was Keith Green's favorite song of mine. He would open and or close his concerts with that. Wow. And when I get to heaven, because he was going to record it, and then he passed away. And I'm going to look Keith up and go, dude, I sure wish you'd recorded that song. (laughs) There was another great song from that 1976 project, Down to the Well. What an amazing story. A woman coming to Jesus in great need of his forgiveness. Like a lot of us. Peter, Paul, and Mary had done a song called Jesus Met the Woman. And it was one of my favorite kind of unsung hits that they had because it really wasn't a hit record, but it was a very popular song. And um, I loved the story. And that, that particular story, along with You Without Sin, Cast the First Stone, and a number of those kind of encounters of grace, uh, that's what impressed me most about my early days with, with Jesus was how forgiving and graceful He is. And that song, Take Me On Down to the Well, uh, I can hear the stories they're telling, something like that. And it was about that woman and that Jesus met her. And he, it stuck with me because I realized that now and I realized it then, and it's been part of who I've always been in the Lord. You can't lie to the Lord. You might as well not even try because he already knows you've been married five times. So, you know, to paraphrase the song or the scripture, he already knows stuff. And it's not our place. We don't have to hide it from him. We get to unpack it and work through it with his love and grace. And that's what that encounter at the well said to me. And that's what I hope that song says.
Hey, this is Terry Talbot, and you're listening to, hopefully, what uh, some of us believe is the very best of classic Christian music (laughs) with Jerry Bryant. Make me worthy, let your light shine through all we do, and let your love remain to make me worthy, Share your name with every woman, every 
Another great song from the Firewind Project, Make Me Worthy, Terry Talbot. And my special guest is Terry Talbot. So let's talk about the album Cradle of Love, 1977, your second Christian album, which led you to be heralded by some as the best folk guitarist in CCM. Wow. And I was really drawn to the uh, the song Take Me Higher, produced and engineered by Al Perkins. Al's a funny guy. He's a talented guy. He just, he still plays on stuff I produce here in Fresno. We just send him the stuff in, in, in Nashville and he plays and sends it back. And uh, it's, it's marvelous. You know, and that it's a little embarrassing. I didn't know until this very split second. I don't remember how I met Al, except that we got along great. <laughs> you know, of course, I knew who he was from uh, Stephen Stills' Manassas and, and uh, the Flying Burrito Brothers and mm-hmm. all those other wonderful country rock groups. And I just ended up with him. It might have been a Billy Ray Hearn idea, but I can't say for sure. And we worked exceptionally well in the studio. We did a reform of Mason Prophet in 2004, and we did an album called Still Hanging. And Al's part of the band. He toured with us then. And uh, what a talented guy. His buddy, uh, David Lindley, who played lap slide guitar and, and guitar for Jackson Brown, uh, played on those records. And he came in to record for that album, Cradle of Love. And he said, you know, I don't know any, this is what David said. He said, I don't know anything about gospel music, but this is the best country rock album I've ever heard. And I pointed to Al and I said, you tell that guy that because he's the one getting this marvelous sound. And David wanted to hear the whole record and we played it for him. That was that was a special time. Taking Me Higher is... Uh, Probably based on little bits of truth here and there, just the encounters I've had with with men and women on the road, uh, just story after story. I mean, I spent the afternoon with Janis Joplin before I knew the Lord, and she and I were going to get together in L.A. and write songs and record music. And... I couldn't stay and hear her sing, and she was she was kind of sad about that. And I said, next time, and there wasn't a next time. That's one of the only times I was sad and angry at the industry at the same time, because everybody knew her struggles and nobody did a darn thing about it, man. Talk about somebody who needed the Lord. So I just uh, go along with my old buddy, Jack Hayford, and he made me an elder at church on the way, and uh, I didn't think I was elder material. And he says, you're not an elder? And I said, no. And he goes, well, you are now. He had a belief that at that last split second, Jesus still meets us when there's just a half a breath left because he's not willing that any should perish. And when Jack shared that, he said, now this is not a, the- I'm not a theologian, you know, I'm just telling you, sharing my heart and my hope in the Lord. She was a small town Midwest cowgirl with a big time rodeo smile. I met her in Denver. She wanted to ride in my pickup for a while. She started talking about. 
I'm over the line I don't want no dashboard savior Played that game one too many times She told me she was understanding Of all that I was talking about Those overused denomination moves Had left her with her share of Taking me higher. My special guest, Terry Talbot, on Full Circle. And by the way, if you've just found us, we have a lot of shows that you can go back and listen to. Gosh, at least 280 hours of early Jesus music. And of course, it's all over the web on things like iHeartRadio, Podbean, Podcast, this, that, and the other. You can find us, I'm sure, with a Google search. Why not go back and listen to uh, the interview I did with John Michael Talbot, Terry's brother, on episode 190. That's 190. And there's a lot you can discover by going to my webpage at www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's fullcirclejesusmusic.com. 
May I also ask that you support this radio show with your prayers and financial giving. All gifts are tax exempt. When you go to the donate button at the very top of the page, it'll tell you how you can give on a one-time basis or make it a monthly basis. We thank you so much for your investment in Full Circle Jesus Music. Now, there's a scripture in Isaiah 64, 8 that says we are the clay and you are potter. And all of us are the work of your hand. Terry recorded a timely song to remind us we have to let go of our own plans, surrender, and trust ourselves to the Father's work in us. From the Cradle of Love Project in 1977 on Sparrow Records, Potter's Clay on Full Circle. Special guest has been Terry Talbot. Now, Terry, uh, I think I know this, that you are a worship pastor 
at a church out in California. Is that right? Yeah, I'm at uh, People's Church here in Fresno. And uh, it's a big old church, and, and some folks have been there for a long time. And so they decided to do a service. A lot of the old folks didn't like the new music. You know, I, I love it, but a lot of folks don't. You know, I'm not, I'm not uh, put off by some of the new stuff I'm hearing. In fact, I like a lot of it. And uh, they said, well, would you lead a service of old hymns uh, and modern choruses that sound like old hymns and then some of the stuff from the 70s. I said, sure. So I went on staff and every Sunday morning I go into the little chapel, seats about 400 people, and we do everything from uh, old rugged cross. Mm-hmm. We'll do stuff like that. We'll do, it just goes on and on, the old bluegrass stuff we do, we're having fun with camp meeting songs, but we'll also do No Longer Slaves, which is a new song that I love. And then we'll do Father, I Adore You. So that's all included. It's all there. (laughs) Well, I've actually watched you online doing some of those old hymns, and I thought, man, these old songs have a different feel to them. But then it is Terry Talbot in his particular style and sound and how you play that guitar. You have a lot of fun, (laughs) that's for sure. (laughs) So uh, I want to go back to one more song from the Time to Laugh and Time to Sing, Sparrow release from 1978, and of all the producers you've worked with, Buck Herring from the second chapter of Acts did the producing with a lot of great players on it. So let's close our show with a song that Maybe the most memorable of your 300 recorded songs. Now, you know I had a problem, Terry, in trying to figure out what to play on this one-hour show from 50 recorded albums. And here I am trying to cover it (laughs) in and out. Well, we want to talk about the live side of the project and a song called Lamplighter. Well, I know the song was recorded on other albums, but I'm still partial to this one on A Time to Laugh and A Time to Sing because probably it was the first time I heard it and I remember how you said to the audience, you want to sing a song? And then you went into the song. Yeah, I did. (laughs) And uh, Jamie Owens Collins did the background vocal for that. I believe she was. Yeah, Jamie, the, the group that I sang with most back then was either my brother and Jamie or my ex-wife, Wendy. Um, And let's see. uh, And then, of course, on that time, on the the first recording of uh, There'll Be Wonders in the See the Vision, that was Keith and and Matt in the background and Keith playing piano. So my my, that was kind of my vocal game. You know, Keith, Matt, Annie, Nellie, my brother, Jamie, and then at, at times, Wendy. So I had a bunch of really good singers, man. I, it was, they blew me away every time. Huh. Well, I'd imagine. Well, Terry, thanks for taking time to be on the radio show. I haven't had the time to talk about all of it, but maybe next time. Oh, you know, you know what I found the other day? I was looking through some of your songs on the internet, and I found an album... It was like a press copy or something, a release with Sparrow Records on there, and it said, and I had to do a double take, it said, Terry Talbot, 
interviewed by Jerry Bryant. Oh, really? It was like 1978. And I go, what? When did I do that? I don't know if you remember it. I guess it would be a collector's album or something. (laughs) You see, we don't remember what we've done in our career, I guess. I guess we've had a long ride, and you know we have. Well, God is good, and I want to thank you. Every time I see you come up, wherever I see you, I go, well, there he is. There's Jerry Bryant, man. There he's still there. Look at that. <laughs> and what? it's, it, yeah. Whatever. Don't stop doing it, my friend. Don't stop. I can't. And you can't either. <laughs> we're just, we're like, I, I want to be like Moses that at 120 years old, if it's time to go, I'm still full of vim, vigor, life, and love for the Lord. And um, I think that's possible. You know, I try to eat right, I work out, and I pray a lot, man. (laughs) So, Terry, how do people reach out to you? How do they get in touch with you? Well, the easiest way is just through, really, Facebook. I don't have a website. I used to have a website, but I don't have one anymore. Um, I'm, you know, I'm in church every Sunday. I've got a group of students that I teach guitar, banjo, bass, and everything else that I can come up with to teach them to play. And then I produce other artists. I just produced uh, a really neat group, two sets of twins from the same mom, and they're called the Gilly Girls. And look them up, man. I mean, they're really fun. They're 18 and 15 years old. And they kind of remind me of me and John when we were kids like that. But they're very good, the Gilly Girls. I just produced their album, producing another guy who's doing Seventh-day Adventist old hymns. And I'm doing that. So that's kind of what I do. And Yeah. Well, you have... But if they will, they can get in touch with me. Sorry, Jerry, but they can get in touch with me um, just on Messenger, on Facebook, if they want to, you know. Well, Terry, I'm I'm sure there'll be some of the listeners that will want to reach out. As a matter of fact, I, I think I've had more response on this episode than any episode for a while now. I usually put out a little advertisement or blurb about what my next show is about. And when I mentioned that Terry Talbot would be my guest on the next episode, I had a lot of people respond. And I uh, I was really pretty excited about that. Thanks for doing this. And let's go ahead and end with the song Lamplighter. Talk about that just for a moment. So and that one is is a favorite. Yeah. You know, it's just become a favorite. It wasn't necessarily one of my favorites, but it was a fun song to play and sing and write and record. And yeah, it's a, it's a, it's um, it's neat. I, I still enjoy doing it, and I do that song occasionally. La 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 light. He's so right. La 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 light. He's so right. The lamplighter lived a long time ago, and he traveled far, traveled wide. He left a little glow wherever he would go And when he spoke, his word would shine La 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 light He's so right 
been my special guest on Full Circle. Thanks for listening. Until next time, keep your eyes to the sky and let your light shine. This is Jerry Bryant. Full Circle is recorded in the Jesus Solid Rock Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Full Circle is a JSR production. This is Full Circle.